So, Aaron, you're just so excited to have your in-laws at your house, right? I love having them here. Do you think that was convincing? (laughs) (laughs) Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008, when I was in high school. Each week we hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time, and we will examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities, always asking, why in the world did I write this? Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm Aaron, and I'm dragging my dear friend Dave along with me on this journey into my old private journal, Dave, happy new year. Happy new year. I mean, we're recording this before new year. It'll come out after new year. Well, like, you know, technically time doesn't really matter because it doesn't fundamentally exist. Like it's just a construct. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this arbitrary time that we exist in needs to be filled with a poem that you have just written. Yes, it does. Okay. So a quick preamble to this. Uh, I, again, spent a ton of time on this, Aaron knows, because I literally, like, in our conversation we have before the podcast, told warm him, up. oh, darn. Believe it or not, we warm up to this. <laughs> yeah, this is us, like, at peak condition for podcasting. I mean, it doesn't get better than this from us. It does get better than this from other people who are, like, talented and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this poem came out of something that uh, that Aaron said. Uh, So the title of this poem is, I just assumed you were the problem, (laughs) which I feel like, like just sums up Aaron and my relationship perfectly. (laughs) Okay. So here's our poem. The theme of our podcast, a broken idea held together with duct tape and sarcasm. No real reason to write this poem. I'm the problem here, I guess. Ooh. I like the question at the end. It leaves some. It's terrible, and I love it. <laughs> it, it, it implies that uh, you might not, in fact, be the problem. It feels like together we make up like one normal human person, but hmm. also one very abnormal human person. So we're both the problem. Isn't that nice? And, yeah, and and then the rest of the poem implied that the podcast itself is not the best platform for us. Well, to be fair, I mean, I I don't have a face for podcasting. I have a face for modeling. So, oh, so the the vlog, the video blog that that Anchor's trying to push on us is where you want to go, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I I would really appreciate recording this face. Oh, as I stare into the Zoom call and contemplate existence. (laughs) Well, what a good transition because uh, my (laughs) my now sixteen year old self. Yeah. Decided to contemplate existence with Happy this. Happy birthday hey, to Aaron. Do not imply well, they, they can do the math here. Um this poem comes to us from January thirty-first, mm-hmm. two thousand six. And it's uh, a sixteen year old self uh contemplating one's identity. Hence the title Identity. Who am I? A mask covers my face. My words are not my own. My identity is shattered and unknown. I feel alone, though I have many friends. I feel hated, though I am loved by many. 
Why can't they see me? I am fated into the back wall of their minds. I am just the one without face. I am nameless and unseen. I want to be seen, but clouded eyes can only see the gray. I want to be understood, but my words make no sound in the ears that are turned away. First impressions there, Dave. <laughs> I think that's uh, that sums a lot of it up. You know, your exasperated sigh is just, uh, it, it keeps on giving. Right? It, it's, it's kind of the backbone of this podcast. I think so. That should be on your soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that can't come from a soundboard. That comes directly from my heart. <laughs> I get that. Well, Beyond, beyond the sigh, mm -hmm. it's a long one. It's a long one. No real rhyme. No but, real reason. Well, I know that that's the, our other main theme. Um, but I did <laughs> notice something. Uh, we we do have two rhymes. This this poem, whether intentionally or not, I had two moments of rhyme at the beginning and the tail end. We have, who am I? A mask covers my face. My words are not my own. My identity is shattered and unknown. I feel alone. Yep, those are the words you wrote. Own, alone, unknown. I mean, we're getting some AAA there. <laughs> then at the end, um, I want to be seen, but my but clouded eyes can only see the gray. I want to be understood, but my words make no sounds to the ears turned away. Look at that. Yeah, that's... Yep. You know, I mean... For always doing free verse, I am excited that there is near rhymes here that were clearly not intentional. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, no. Okay. So going to structure, mm -hmm. um, the version that I'm seeing now yeah. has a break in it. Mm -hmm. What is the line right before the break? Though I am loved by many. Can you look in the wolf journal? Yeah. Let's, let's consult the written word. Uh, I have no breaks. Okay, cool. I, I'm looking at my line to line ratio here. Uh, this is okay. one of this is one of the one times that my my typed version and my written version sync up as far as lines go. Okay. So the the stanza was added in in the typed. I. Okay, I'm wrong here. Wait. I wait. No, I think is I, there there is a line that is cut out. Thank you. Okay, oh I was a hundred percent sure. Yes. Oh, okay. So well, while you were reading along with the typed, yeah. I read. I read a line that is not. Oh, okay. Uh, dear listeners, we have found a, a surprise line. What a, a hidden line? A large edit. A large edit. A whole deleted line. Okay, the line that you are referring to is "Why can't they see me?" Right. You, as you were reading that, like, I didn't hear you reading the second half of the poem because I was looking at that line and I went, but that, where, where to go? What did you do? Why'd you do this to me? I think I pulled off one of the most artistic moments in my poetic career in which <laughs> the blank space. By getting rid of your poetry. <laughs> the blank space of the typed version implying a stanza was actually a hidden secret line that only the true poem possessed it would have been very funny 
if like in your anthology writing, if it was just like in white, <laughs> like if you would highlight it and it's like, it appears there. Yes. I would have given you huge credit. Huge for that, props. No. Well, what do you think? Should it be in there or not? That's a good question. Why can't they see me? Um, I honestly think it, it makes the poem flow a little better. I agree. Well, and I think it it separates out two stanzas so that like the first section is who am I and trying to understand yourself from your perspective, but then that falls short. So now you're looking for external sources for who you are. So why then it's why can't they see me? Who am I to them? So I, I love what you're doing here. The first stanza is the, the um, internal kind of my identity. I mean, my identity is shattered and um, the feelings that I have, I feel alone. I feel hated. Um, right. And then the second half is the I am faded in their view. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to read it from. And then and there's almost a third stanza. There's there's the there's the I the I feel statements, the I am statements. And then there's the I, I want, want statements. Yeah. Um, I want to be seen. I want to be understood. Mm hmm. No. I feel like if you were going to edit this poem, then like you would really keep edit? in. <laughs> yeah. Well, like if you were actually going to like think through something rather right. than just forget to put something in, uh, <laughs> I think you leave that question in the uh, why can't they see me? Because mm -hmm. then you get that question for that stanza, but then you also need a question to kick off the third one as well. Mm. Uh, do you have one in mind or? I don't know, because I'm so, thinking, who am I? Yep. And then... Why can't they see me? Why can't they see me? So then you need to combine those together. Okay, I got it. What am I to them? Ooh, yeah. Because it, it gets the am I, and then it implies mm -hmm. the they with the them. What am I to them? I want to be seen. I want to be understood. It's also messing with identity in that your first question is who, and your final question is what. So like you're trying to define yourself as a person. You can't do that because it's too complicated. So you define it by what others see of you. And that doesn't really work either. So then you try and define yourself via relationship. So you are no longer yourself. You are a brother, a friend, a companion, uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Aaron, this could, it's not going to be a good poem, but it could be like a decent poem. Yeah. So uh, we've been kind of consciously trying to work in like a, uh, a thing about poetry, uh, like a new word or a theme or something um, <laughs> for this one. And I think this, this kind of addresses a larger issue within, or not issue, but theme within a lot of my poem poetry is um, I found that there was this movement in the 1950s to the 1960s called confessional poetry. And I'll read <laughs> to you, um, I think I grabbed this off Wikipedia. So uh, this is the definition. The bastion of uh, poetic of great, knowledge. Great knowledge. So the, the confessional poetry is described as poetry of the personal or the quote unquote I, focusing Ugh. on extreme moments of individual experience. And um, sometimes it's argued that it's narcissistic, nihilistic, or self-pitying. That's kind of the yes. backlash to the confessional poetry. I read that and I was like, oh, I'm writing confessional poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, but you? Oh, wow. 
I, so now that you're saying that something that's always bothered me in talking about different generations is people who talk about millennials or now Gen Z as like the I culture or the me culture. And like the things that they go to are the participation trophies and all that garbage. Right. right. But like, this is the culture you were brought up in. Like you, you're defined by the culture that shapes you. Sure. And I learned to value trophies and stuff like that. And participation trophies became something that were, was technically valuable in my understanding of life because my parents gave them to me. And I think that's the most messed up part about this is the people who are now complaining about it are the people who gave us those trophies, but it's also the focus on self came from somewhere. We didn't develop the focus on self. Someone else developed it within us. The, the focus on the self it's found within the American culture, um, the individualism, yes, the libertarianism that we are raised in, um, which focuses on the self. It, it puts so much pressure on us to, to define ourselves that we become so stressed trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. And, um, and Dave, who said I am because we are? Oh, right. Ubuntu philosophy. Ubuntu. Yeah. We learned about this in seminary, folks. So it's a, a Nguni Bantu term meaning humanity, Ubuntu is, and it is sometimes translated as I am because we are. Yes. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yep. Um, so I I love that. And, yeah. And I think that that's something that, that the kind of the libertarian individualistic, hyper individualistic culture that we are raised in misses out on so much. Right. And uh, if we go back to the poem, which I regret doing, but if we do, <laughs> um, if we're forced to, I think that that question of uh, that, that unasked question that we came to of what am I to yeah. them is, is that that step that we don't tend to make mm -hmm. of trying to figure out, like, I am a neighbor. I am a, right. I am a friend, a helper, and they are helpers to me. We're not in this alone. Right. I think you need all three of those questions together to make sense of who you are. You uh, People often just do the who am I question and they forget to ask what it means for other people or they don't look internally and only look externally. So they never define who they are themselves. But when you put it all together, it's who are we together? Who are, what does it mean to be a part of a community? How am I affecting or affected by that community? Right. And um, I don't want to throw just uh, American hyper-individualism hyper under the bus. I actually see this also within our, our Lutheran denominations um, yeah. with, with the theology of vocation. Mm -hmm. I think that can be uh, twisted into this kind of find the you that you are supposed to be, that God has right. made you to be or equipped you to be. It, yeah. Again, it puts all pressure on self rather than helping, uh, the, rather than allowing the community to identify gifts and lift them up. Yeah. And, and help define you in your, in your rearing, I guess. Is, yeah. yeah. Our vocation isn't just a calling from God. It's also a calling from each other. Yeah. Because that, like that's part of God's gift to us is a calling to be a part of each other. Yeah. Because Christ is in the neighbor. So it, yeah. Oh yeah. We got there. <laughs> yeah. I will say then um, with that in mind, I think if you, add both of those questions back in to this okay, poem. Okay. Why can't they see me and what am I to them? Yep. Yep. And then change the title 
to something that would reflect that Ubuntu. So rather than having it be identity, having it be what you got. Identity. we <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the podcast because I have to go and beat up one of my closest friends. <laughs> uh, no, it sounded way worse after I said it. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, did, did you have a better suggestion? No, no, I don't. I mean, I have thousands of better suggestions because literally anything would be better than identity. <laughs> <sighs> Identity sounds like a company that traces your like genetic lineage from your urine. Yeah, you yeah. send it in. It's like 23 and P. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, not identity. No, no. I. But like I... even calling it like Ubuntu, because then the poem itself is... Um, the poem itself is a question with the title being the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, that about does it for this episode. Um, uh, but we will end our time today with hey, the... Hey, hey, hey. What? Did I forget something? Hey, my job here. <gasps> oh, gosh. How rude. Dave, who are you in this podcast? In this podcast, I imagine myself as... Uh, one of the appraisers on the Antiques Roadshow, mm. but like a trainee appraiser. So they just give me all of the things that are worthless. Well, I have stood in line. I have gotten my number. They're not filming this one, but uh, no, Dave, good or garbage? Hmm. For this one, I am imagining a blacksmith who is working on uh, something made out of aluminum. So like they, they cast something in aluminum and there's clearly a form to it. There's clearly something there, uh, but it's going to take a lot of work on a grinding wheel and with a Dremel and with some files and with some sandpaper and maybe starting completely over again. Uh, but there's something there. It's not garbage. It's, it's, a, it, it's a prototype. Not a prototype, a draft. Uh, dra draft sounds like you're too far along in the process as well. Uh, An idea. A an idea. A seed of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. The blacksmith woke up in the morning. <laughs> and thought, I want to make something. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. That's, that's what this is. I want to make something. I will say, I think there is actual value in this. I think it could lead to some good questions and some good interpretation, but it takes a bit to get there. Yeah. No. Well, we're going to end uh, our episode as we do every week with words from a true poet. Uh, this week, uh, coming to us from Yone Noguchi. And this is uh, the, the last stanza from the poem, Where is the Poet? O drama never performed, never gossiped, never rhymed. Behold, to the blind beast, ever tearless, iron-hearted, the heaven has no mouth to interpret these tidings. Ah, where is the man who lives out of himself? The poet inspired often to chronicle these things. How lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like he's he's writing this, but without an ulterior motive. Hmm. It's, what? 
<laughs> my teenage self had an ulterior motive? Well, it feels like your teenage self is is struggling with a, an identity crisis of your own invention. Got yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this one um probably went through some drafts, probably um right? Uh took some thought and some uh a lot of care. Maybe even had an editor who like read it. Yeah. And it asks a question that is uh, inspiring and uh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With that, um this has been my bad poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. Hooray! Yippee! Yeah, well, uh, Karen, what? that one's not bad. Well, thanks. That has like ideas behind it. Yeah, now watch, What's wrong with you? Watch this This be like a decent poem and like a garbage of an episode. Rhyme free doesn't matter. It's my bad poetry.